If you want to start the new year off with me in community in the highest vibration ever, there is still time to join the Reset Challenge. This is my absolute favorite way to kick off the new year, and it's something that we do every single year so you don't want to miss out. It is a 10-day challenge where we focus on three things every single day to bring us into the best possible energy so that we can call in all of our desires and big goals and dreams for the new year. So for every day of the challenge, we are going to focus on movement, meditation, and manifestation, which means you are going to receive an at-home workout or yoga flow every single day guided by me. One of my guided meditations that are extremely famous, people love these things, And then you're also going to receive a daily mini manifestation challenge. So these are going to be tangible activities that you can complete that will help set you up to achieve your goals in the new year. On top of that, you are also going to receive a free copy of my ebook, New Year, New Magic, which is a super practical guide for reflecting, releasing, and learning how to manifest your deepest desires. Inside this ebook, you're going to find 87 pages, real stories and photos from my life and journey, plus 14 pages of journaling prompts and helpful worksheets at the back. On top of that, we are also going to provide you with plenty of materials so you are super prepared for this challenge. This includes playlists, journaling prompts, a target tracker, our group chat for accountability and Q&As with me, and so much more. All the workouts can be done from home in under 35 minutes or less with minimal to no equipment. And the guided meditations range from five to 15 minutes so you can make sure that you squeeze them in in your morning or in your evening, wherever it works for you. And everything is gonna be done for you and provided in a really beautiful, easy to follow format so that you don't have to think or plan because I know all of us want to crush it in the new year. We all wanna go in feeling like we're organized, we're prepared, we have our energy clear, we are set on our intentions. We know what we're doing. We have a plan, but this time of year is chaotic and it's busy. So I've done all of the hard work for you. You don't have to think, you don't have to plan, you don't have to stress. All you have to do is sign up and then show up for the challenge. And every single day you will have your three action steps to take that will put you in the absolute best energy to crush your goals in the new year. The best part, it is so affordable. You can register now for just $55. That's the price of a coffee per day. Can you afford not to kickstart the new year as your best self? If you've ever wanted to work with me, but you felt like my programs were out of reach, the Reset Challenge is a super low-cost way to get your foot in the door and to start your year with intention, clarity, community, and healthy habits. Plus, you're going to get access to all of the challenge content for the entire month of January so that you can rinse and repeat anything that you like to from the challenge for the whole month so that you are starting the new year with your best foot forward. Scroll down and click the link in the show notes below for all the dates and details and to register today. I cannot wait to see you guys inside the reset challenge. What's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. It is officially the new year. What the fuck? Welcome to 2024 bitches. Hopefully you guys had a good holiday season. I know this time of year is crazy for everyone. There is so much going on. There's travel, there's preparation, there's baking, there's holiday parties, there's family drama, there's all of the things. And I also know that this time of year is Not the easiest for everybody, especially if you are missing someone in your family this year, if you are not able to be close to your loved ones, if you have experienced a loss this year or in recent years. So I do just want to send all of my love and a big hug to everyone who is moving through this time of the year, just holding on as best as they can. 
I feel for you and I'm sending you so much love. But as we step into this new year, I want to bring us some fresh energy and just think about the ways that we can make this the best year yet because there truly is no other way to kick off a new year than with some optimism. Like who goes into a new year thinking that it's going to be hard or thinking that it's going to be shit? Uh, Not me, but that is also my Sagittarian nature. We are the eternal optimists. So I walk into every single year thinking that it's going to be the best year ever. So I'm back with another episode to help you guys get into the spirit of this new year and really make it an amazing year ahead. So we're going to talk about five ways to make 2024 your best year yet. If you're excited, then stay tuned and let's dive in. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go Makeshift Happen. house is a disaster and my life feels kind of chaotic right now. We have so many trips happening this time of year. As you're listening to this, I will be in Madrid, but we also had the Dream Life Immersion Retreat that happened in the Dominican Republic and then a few days at home just to like literally unpack and repack and try to get my life together and scramble to finish a couple of work tasks before the end of the year. And then we road tripped to my parents' house and we were there for Christmas. And then we had to road trip back, which is like a 12 hour drive. And then we had a couple of days to scramble and unpack and repack again. And then we were on a flight over to Europe. So just, yeah, lots of Lots of uh, lots of chaos happening. So if you feel that type of energy coming into the new year, this is going to be a really great episode. I'm also going to integrate these five tips because they're a really good way for me to just like get grounded and feel centered and feel prepared for the new year. I don't know about you, but I usually spend like the first week of the new year actually having a moment to even think about what's happening and what I want to accomplish and what I want to do and just getting like clear on my goals and intentions and all of that. So if that is also you, just know that you're not alone and you're not too late. I know there's a lot of people that like to have all of that done before the end of the year, but I just find with the holidays and travel and gift giving and wrapping and baking and all the things, sometimes it's just a little too much. You know, it's just a little too much to squeeze in everything before the end of the year. So if you are someone who wants to get centered, grounded, and intentional and plan at the start of the new year, welcome to the club. That is also how I like to do things. All right, let's get into these five ways to make this the best year yet. The first thing is to figure your shit out with money. I know a lot of you that listen to this podcast 
are very ambitious and you're going to have some money goals for the upcoming year. And it's really, really important that you get sorted and organized with your money before just setting an arbitrary goal or saying that this is going to be the year that you make six figures or this is going to be the year that you become a millionaire. That is just simply not enough. If we're being really cut and dry, like it's not good enough. And there's a lot more work that really needs to be done. So for everybody, it's going to be a little bit different depending on how what your relationship is like with money already, the amount of work that you've already done behind the scenes on that with your relationship with money and all of that. But some things that I can suggest and that I also like to do for myself, especially as a business owner, is every month of the year I set my monthly goals and I do it in three parts. So when I'm thinking about the amount of money that I want to attract, generate, call in for the month, I set it in three goals. So I give myself a minimum standard, which is my kind of energetic threshold of like, I'm not willing to accept anything less than this amount. I must generate this amount. And then I have a main target, which is my, as the name implies, it's kind of like the main goal, what I'm really shooting for. And then I also have a stretch goal, which is like, and it would also be amazing if I could do even more than I thought possible and get to this amount. What I want to say about these things is the minimum standard, the main target, and the stretch goal, they fluctuate based on where I am in my business, what I know I'm going to be selling, what my intentions are for the month, whether it's like a creative vortex month or or it's a resting month, or it's a really big launch month. And so they are still based in reality and real predictions for what I believe to be possible based on the statistics of how sales have gone in the past or what I know that I'm going to be able to generate from payment plans that are already in place with certain clients or things like that. And so for everyone, this is going to look different whether you are an entrepreneur or you're not, but you can set these monthly goals. If it makes more sense for you to set an annual goal because maybe you have like a monthly salary that is the same every single month and there's not much opportunity for that to fluctuate. But also if you're someone that like has a side hustle or anything like that, feel free to do the monthly sort of schedule. But you could even just do this annually and it's really fun to set your minimum standard, your main target, and your stretch goal. But what I want to make sure that you do is that you base it in reality and that you crunch some numbers and you look at what you did last year and what you know is possible and obviously account for some level of growth and stretch yourself with the goals, but you want them to be realistic. I was talking to a friend um, probably like last year around this same time And we were saying how a lot of business owners every year, they're like, this is the year that I'm, it's going to be my seven figure year. And they just do that like arbitrarily of like, this is the year that I'm going to make seven figures, or this is the year that I'm going to become a millionaire. And it's like, yeah. And then that becomes really disappointing when over and over again, you don't hit that. And so what would be more beneficial is for you to actually sit down and look at, okay, here's what I'm launching. Here's what I'm selling. These are the price points. These are the amount of people that normally join these things. I'm going to account for some growth. Hopefully I'll have more visibility. I'll be able to fill out my programs with a larger number of clients whatever the case is, and that will allow me to hopefully get to X number or X main target. So you do want to base like your money goals that you're setting for this upcoming year in some sort of reality while still allowing space to dream big and stretch yourself. And that's what those stretch goals are for. Now, before like we even get to that point of setting the goals, we want to make sure that we're doing anything necessary to 
help support our relationship with money in general. So for some of you listening to this, you might finally want to start doing some of that deeper financial work, more so than just reading a book or listening to a podcast. Obviously, some of the money books are great and they can really change your life. Also, listening to podcasts can be helpful. If you want to go back and listen to the three-part success series that I did in the summer, there's some really incredible money episodes in there. So just if you search in uh, the Makeshift Happen podcast, you can search success series and that three-part series will pop up for you. Those are some great episodes and a place to start. But I know that there's going to be some of you that want to go deeper and act actually build on the wealth work that you're doing and take it a step further to really lean into the embodiment piece. And so some things that I can offer to support you in that realm are the Energy of Money Masterclass, which is always available. You can find the link for it in the show notes. It's $33. It's super affordable. And that is a really great entry-level place to kind of start. And then you also have the Money Bundle, which is the entire bundle of all three of my money and wealth programs. And that's going to be the thing that's really going to kick things up a notch for you because we go so deep inside of the programs in the money bundle, in particular, wealth calibration. Wealth calibration is all about wealth embodiment. And we do so much deep work on reprogramming, hypnosis, there's breath work, there's sound healing, there's the workshops that we do inside of there are so deep and so profound. And the results and the changes that people experience are absolutely incredible. I actually take some of the workshop that we do in that program and I facilitate them live on my dream life immersion retreat because they have been that powerful for people. So I love to, I love to just shout out the money bundle and wealth calibration in general because it is an epic, epic offer. So you can find the money bundle on my website. Just go to samanthadaily.com, click courses, and then you'll find wealth calibration and there'll be a button there to purchase the entire money bundle. If you are someone who tends to have an avoidant pattern with money, this is your sign to really make this the year that you decide to look at your shit. If you're not willing to look at what's happening with money in your life, you're never going to be able to have a better relationship with it and to have, hold, manage, share, donate more of it, right? And so this is the opportunity and the reminder for you that this is the year where you really need to go through. You need to look at your debt. You need to look at your student loan. You need to know what those numbers are. You need to know what the interest is. You need to look at your mortgage or what's happening with your house. You need to know these things. You need to be well-versed on the financial happenings in your life if you want to be an energetic match to be able to receive, hold, and manage more money. So that's why this number one tip is so, so important. Whatever you take away from this, whether it's doing more wealth embodiment work or it's setting those goals and making some plans for your business or your career career in that regard, or it's really just being willing to figure your money shit out and look at what's going on in your life as it relates to finances. Whatever you're going to take from this, take that little piece and run with it because I promise you the year will only get better the more that you decide to actually look at your money. All right. Number two is to think ahead. Think ahead. Okay. So If you are not a Virgo rising like I am, you might not love organization. You might not froth on color coding and having things 
planned out perfectly. And that's totally fine. Like I said, I'm like kind of a last minute girly when it comes to New Year's stuff too, because the end of year is too chaotic for me. But now we're going to create the space and time together to think ahead, to reflect and to plan. I want you to think about what you're going to be doing and when. And this goes for the business plans and it goes for the fun plans. All of the things get included in this to just have like a general overarching schedule and kind of idea of when things are going to be happening in this next year for you. If you're someone like me who loves to travel and already has some travel plans, make sure that you are kind of putting these things on your calendar and you know, all right, these three months of the year, I already know I have a trip coming up. So that's probably not going to be the best time for me to do X, Y, or Z or to add in these other things, like just generally mapping it out for yourself and getting organized. One thing that I'm thinking about for myself with this is that I know that my passport is expiring in about six months and I have a lot of travel coming up in the new year. I have an Egypt retreat. I am obviously traveling in Europe right now. I have conferences that I want to go to. I have friends to visit. I have destination weddings. I have so many things that need to get done. So I really need to figure out, okay, how am I going to make sure that I get my new passport? And also if you have tips on expediting that process or if you've done it before and you've found a way to do it really fast, hit your girl up. Let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram because I definitely need that. But anyways, I'm trying to work out like my travel plans and also base it around the fact that I will be without my passport for probably like six weeks to potentially two months or more, depending on how long that process takes. I also do this at the start of every single year. I look at the 12 months of the year coming up and I figure out when in, in what specific months I'm going to be launching and what I'm going to be launching. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a business owner, if you have certain promotions or sales or things that you want to push or you have a new product that's coming out or a new service or a new course or something, you want to get this down on the calendar and know what months of the year are going to be the busiest. What months of the year are we launching? What and when? And I also take my top tier mastermind girls through an entire process to plan their financial year by figuring all of this out. So if you are in top tier already, don't worry. We are going to spend the entire first module focused on organization and financial planning. So you will get the full Virgo rising blueprint of how to do this inside of your business. And at the time of recording this, we still have at least two spots left. They might be filled by now, by the time you're listening to this, but potentially not. So if you're thinking of joining us inside of top tier, you can always shoot me a message on Instagram. Just send me the words top tier and I'll shoot you all of the information. We start on January 11th. So we are kicking off very, very soon. And this is my business mastermind for established coaches and service providers who are ready to really scale to that multiple six-figure level. So anyways, I like to map out my launch plans, my travel plans, and then also this year, something that's big for me is I know that I want to slow down a little bit. And what I'm going to have to do this week is really sit down and look at, all right, how am I going to do that? And when am I actually going to create the space for that? Because I think one of the biggest mistakes is that we go into the new year and we say, oh, I really want to go hard this year, or I really want to rest this year, or I want to travel more this year, or I really want my business to take off this year, or I want to spend more time with friends or family this year, whatever it is. I want to spend more leisure time. I want to do more things that I love. I want to get outside more. Whatever your goals are for the year, it's great to say that, but it's only actually going to happen if we can figure out like how and when and start to make a general plan 
plan for that, right? And it doesn't have to be super like tedious because again, life is going to happen. Things are never going to go fully to plan. If we were to plan out the entire year right now, obviously there would be things that just didn't work out that way because we have unexpected things that come up. But if I also say like, oh, I really want to focus on my health this year. And then I just say that nothing is really going to change unless I physically change something about the way that I manage my time and I really make sure that I'm making a plan for that and I'm creating space for it. So I need to look at my calendar. I need to think, all right, what days of the week do I really want to focus on training or maybe I want to hire someone to help me with my nutrition and how am I going to fit that in? What is that going to look like financially? Like you've got to think ahead and figure out the who, the how, and the where, and the when. For me, because I have this goal of slowing down a little bit this year and not like, I'm not like coming to a halt. I'm not like, I'm not taking a sabbatical. I'm not taking time away from my business. I just want a little bit of a smoother ride because I feel like this past year was really crazy. And so I'm thinking about, all right, what is that logistically going to look like? And I'm thinking about maybe only potentially wanting running one round of top tier mastermind and also maybe even only running one round of abundant and ambitious mastermind. Those are both of my business masterminds. A and A is more for beginners and then top tier is more for intermediate and advanced business owners. But usually I run those things twice a year each. And now I'm kind of sitting and playing with the idea of like, oh my gosh, what if I only did it once? That would give me so much free time. It would also obviously impact the business revenue a ton. So I have to make plans for that. But like we have to actually sit down with our calendars and take a look at how and when these things that we say that we are desiring are actually going to fit or else they will never freaking happen. That's just the truth. So whether it's health or travel or business growth or more time spent in leisure or with family and friends or outside, whatever it is that you want to prioritize, make sure that you're actually getting it on the calendar and looking at how that's tangibly going to show up and how you prioritize your time in this new year. So think ahead, think about what you're doing and when, and make sure that you plan not only for your business or career goals, but also for the fun stuff. Number three is to get support where you need it. This is so, so key. We all need support in some way, shape, or form. It's going to look different for everybody. Maybe this is the year that you want to invest in therapy or you want to hire a coach or maybe you're a mom and you really want to invest in having a part-time nanny of some kind or maybe you'd like to have someone that comes and helps you clean up your home or organize your closets or do like a big spring cleaning or something like that. Maybe you want to hire a personal trainer or if you are a business owner, maybe this is the year that you know you need some more support with team and maybe you need a virtual assistant or an online business manager or a copywriter or a graphic designer. There are so many ways that all of us need support and it doesn't matter what level it's at. It doesn't have to be every single day, every single week. It doesn't have to be full time. Any of the things that I've mentioned could be at any capacity. It could be once a quarter. It could be one and done. It could be a single session. It could be whatever it is that you have the capacity for financially and time-wise and what makes sense for you and your family, but get support. Right. And I think a lot of times we desire this like help and support, but we feel like we're not ready for it. We feel like we're not capable. We feel like it's financially out of reach. So we don't even try at all. Like we would we would rather not have any help 
because we feel like, you know, we would want the full-time help or we'd want the full-time employer. We'd want the full-time nanny or we would want the the house cleaner that could come every single week. And if we can't do that, then we do nothing. And what I want to encourage you is to take those baby steps to actually find a way that you can get support, even if it is a really small step, even if it's really incremental, even if it's just once a year or once a quarter or once a month or whatever or a single session or or whatever it is but like find a way to get the support that you need and do something instead of doing nothing so I'm starting this year in the same way that I started last year which I told you guys I have extended with my personal one-on-one business mentor for another six months so this is I think our the fourth time that I've re-signed with her. And I just love being in a space where I have consistent long-term mentorship, someone who really knows me, who understands my business, who understands my life, my priorities, my relationship. Like she knows so much about how I function and what I need and what I want and where I am. It feels so effortless and it feels so much easier. And so if you are someone who is a business owner, like I just, I can't recommend it enough in terms of like support, finding those people that can be with you for the long term, whether you take some time off from working with them and then you start up again, or it's just like consistent long-term mentorship, whatever it is that you, you can do and what works for you. But like, I just really love the feeling of having that like comfortability, familiarity, and not having to start over all the time of like, okay, this person knows nothing about me. They have no context for how I built my business or what my product suite is or what I do and how I do it or what my values are, what's important to me or how I like to launch. Like, I don't want to have to re-explain that to someone all the time. And maybe this is like resonating for you in terms of like therapy or life coaching or something that you have in your life that is really working for you and is so helpful. Don't let this be the year where you falter. Don't let this be the year where you step back from investing in yourself because you're scared, because the conversation around the recession or the economy is is getting to you, right? We all need support. And so if you've found something that's really working for you and you love it, just stick with it. I want to encourage you to keep the support where you need it because you're going to be able to show up more powerfully, more creatively, in a better energy for everyone in your life. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to be able to show up in a better way if you feel supported. So whatever that looks like for you, get support where you need it. Number four is to stop focusing on what's missing. All right, we're coming in with a little bit of a mindset shift here. And this one is really, really important. And I spoke about this again on our retreat in the Dominican Republic because I find that it is so prevalent, especially in people who are really into the personal development space, which is likely everyone listening to this podcast. But we have this thing where we get into a space of like always always thinking that there's something wrong, always thinking that there's something to be fixed. And you know, sometimes like thinking you have a problem can be the biggest problem that you ultimately are facing. And I've seen this to be true for myself in my life, for a lot of my clients. I witnessed this a lot when I was at Tony Robbins um, back in 2022. And this is what I like to call the healing trap because we get ourselves stuck in this place where we always believe that 
we there's something wrong with us, right? And I did a post about this probably like a year ago at this point, but I thought I would search for it and just bring up the caption and read it to you guys because it's so relevant and it really just drives home this point so well. And it says, thinking that there's always a problem is sometimes the biggest problem of all. What I've been realizing over the past year is that while personal development brings us so much growth and awareness, it can also bring an obsession with healing. If we are always healing, what we're also saying is that something is always wrong. And so while it may seem like we are in pursuit of a positive solution, what we're actually doing is continuing to reinforce the idea that we cannot be healthy, healed, and happy right now in this moment. That there is still another mountain to climb, another mindset block, another childhood trauma, another subconscious belief, another food intolerance, another supplement regime, another biohacking tool. This isn't true for everyone, so take it with a grain of salt, but for many of us, we are addicted to the idea of constantly healing, up-leveling, and obtaining optimal everything. And it's not actually making us better. Instead of fully living, we are stuck in a never-ending cycle of fixing. One thing after another. So what if believing that you had a problem was the problem and how would it feel to set that narrative down and just focus on how full your life and your health and your relationships already are and so from this I want you guys to just take home the reminder that there is so much good already in your life there is so much that you were once dreaming about that is already real for you it's already true there is a vision that you once dreamed of that is now your current reality And we can make this next year even better by remembering that and by being in gratitude for all of the things that we already have and that we've already accomplished and who we already are, right? Of course, we're going to continue to grow and evolve and and step into the further and higher versions of ourself, absolutely. But if you can remember that you are happy and you are healthy right now as you are, Find reasons to believe that, that you are whole, and then act like it. So much is possible for you because when we come from that space, we are coming from a space of gratitude. We are coming from a space of optimism. We are coming from a space of joy, of pleasure, rather than this place of like lack and scarcity and neediness and oh my gosh, I'm not there yet and I'm not good enough yet and I still need to learn more and I need to do more and I don't know anything and everyone knows more than me and I I need to catch up. Like that's not the energy that we want to start the new year in. So I really find that this point is underrated, but so, so valuable and so important. Get out of the healing trap. Find those reasons to believe that you are whole and happy and healed right now and then start acting like it. And notice for yourself how when you stop feeling like you need everyone else's information to make you better, that you naturally just get better. And finally, number five, if you are writing these down, all you're going to write is fuck your fear, go do it. That's number five. Fuck your fear and go do it. I know there are so many of you listening to this right now that you have a dream on your heart. You have a mission. You have a knowingness that there is something more meant for you in this life. You want to do something with your business or you want to start a podcast or you want to write a book or you want to speak on stages or you want to do something really meaningful, but fear has always been holding you back. And this is the year where you are going to decide to fuck your fear and just Just do it anyway, okay? I want to be really clear with this because 
it's important to remember that fear is not going to go away. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people are waiting for is like, oh, you know, when I have more information, when I've researched it more, when I've studied it more, when I've taken more courses, when I'm more certified, when I'm more, 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 then I will feel more capable. I will feel more motivated. I will feel more able to actually go after this thing. And I just want to let you know that that's a lie. And that lie will keep you stuck for a really, really long time if you allow it to. Because when you allow yourself to wallow in the fear, waiting for something to happen to you that will suddenly shift things, right? You're waiting to like stumble across the right book and just read the perfect sentence or hear a podcast where something just clicks for you and and it all makes sense suddenly or, or to receive a sign or to just reach a moment where you finally feel like, okay, I know that now is the time and I have the right steps and I know what to do. What you are doing is you are giving yourself permission to stay exactly where you are. That's it. You are writing yourself a permission slip that says you are allowed to be comfortable. You do not have to change and it you don't need to do anything different. You can just keep doing what you're doing. You can keep autopiloting through life and we'll just wait for this lightning bolt to strike and then finally we'll know and then we can do the thing, right? Allowing ourselves to wallow in the fear is a choice. And so if that's you, you've got to remind yourself that it's a choice that you're making. You're not lacking clarity. You're lacking action. That's what so many people use as an excuse. They're like, I don't know exactly. I don't have the full clarity. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care that you don't have all the clarity. Do something. Do something. That's what you have to do. That's how you get started. People think that once they have the clarity, then they can take the action. But what they don't realize is that clarity comes from action. Action is the thing that produces the clarity. You need to do something, even if it's the wrong thing, even if it's the messy thing, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's bad, even if it's shit. You need to actually do something. And then the next step will appear and then some more clarity will be born. And then you will realize, ah, okay, I understand. I can do this. Maybe I can try that. But none of those steps will be revealed to you if you don't take the first one. We talked about this on the retreat as well. Like you have to be willing to go first. When it comes to manifestation, you have to take the first step. That's how it works. It's how it's always worked. It's how it's always, always will work. You go first and the universe follows. You step forward in bravery and you say, hey, universe, look at me. I'm doing the thing. I'm trying. I'm putting myself out here. I'm in the bravery. I'm in the courage. I'm on the edge. Look at me. And the universe goes, hey, I see you and I raise you, right? And I'm going to show up and do my 50% because I've seen your 50%. But if you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs, just moving through life, doing all the same things every day, waiting for the universe to hit you over the head with their 50% like it's not coming sitting in the fear allows you to be comfortable it does not require you to have to change it doesn't require you to actually fucking do anything hard and that's why we love it we love the excuse of oh I don't have all the clarity I don't have all the answers I don't know because we don't have to do anything if you don't have all the answers and you and you can lean into these excuses and you can lean into the fear and the doubt and the lack of clarity, then you don't actually have to change. And a part of you loves that. Part of you loves that you get to stay safe and small and comfortable in your little comfort zone and you don't have to step outside and meet your edges and actually do something hard, right? 
By believing that there is something out there that is going to give you the motivation or the inspiration or the courage or the strength or the clarity that you need in order to do the thing that you've been wanting to do, you get to stay stuck. And there's a part of you subconsciously that loves that. You want to stay stuck because you don't want to have to do the hard thing. You don't want to risk the rejection. You don't want to risk the failure. You don't want to risk the humiliation. You don't want to risk any of that. And so you would rather just stay small. So it's about meeting that part of yourself. It's about recognizing that that part of yourself even exists. Some of us haven't even gotten that far yet of being able to recognize, oh my gosh, like I keep saying I want more money. I keep saying I want more success. I keep saying I want a podcast. I keep saying I want to be a coach. I keep saying I want all these things. But there is a part of me that doesn't want it. This is the foundation of shadow work, right? What is the part of you that doesn't want it? Because they are afraid. And can we meet that part of ourselves and say, listen, I know that you're trying to protect me, but I don't need to be protected anymore because this is my fucking year and I will not allow you to continue to get in the way. So step aside. I don't need your clarity. I don't need your courage. I don't need any of it. I'm just going to go for it, right? Fuck the fear. Do it anyway. The thing about this is that once you give yourself a plan B or an option to fall back on, suddenly you have a way out. And so you don't fully have enough skin in the game. And so you still don't really have to commit and you don't have to, you don't have to do anything because you know that there's a safety zone for you. So the best thing that you could do in this new year, if you have a big goal, if you have something that you want to go after, if you have a mission on your heart is to say, this is the only option. I'm choosing it. I'm doing it. It will happen. It is happening. I've already done it. It's real. You've got to make a choice and you have to do something to get some skin in the game, right? Nothing is going to make you care unless you find a way to make yourself care. So you have to have some sort of risk, right? We don't get to live these lives of nonsensical abundance and purpose and love and joy and fun and freedom and all the things without risking something. And that is what a lot of people do not understand is that risk is always involved. And that is likely one of the biggest reasons why you don't have what you want yet because you don't want to risk it. You don't want to take the risks that are required. But that is part of the path. You have to be willing to risk the money, to risk the time, to risk the investment, to risk the humiliation, to risk the rejection, to risk the failure. Risk is always required to get to where you want to go. So if you are not willing to take a risk, then you just need to accept the fact that you are not going to land where you are dreaming of landing. And if that's okay with you, then you can stay stuck, you can stay small, you can stay in your little comfort zone, and you can keep doing exactly everything that you're doing now the way that you're doing it, and you don't have to change. But I know that the women listening to this podcast want something bigger for themselves. And so this is your invitation, right? This is your push to remind you that you are capable, even if you don't have all the answers, even if you don't have all the clarity, even if you don't have all the courage, just go. Just go, just start, do something. Something is better than nothing because if you do something, the next little something will appear and the next little something will appear after that. And eventually you will have done something so big that you can't even believe you created for yourself. I'm not lying to you guys when I say this is exactly how I've created my entire business and my life is by just fucking my fear and doing something. 
just taking that first move and trusting that the universe will show up for me and will help me learn the lessons and teach me and show me what the next step is. So let this be the year where you stop allowing yourself to stay stuck. You stop allowing the excuses to take over. You stop allowing the fear to eat you alive. And you just say, you know what? There's no other option and I'm finally ready and I'm sick of the bullshit and I'm done playing small and fuck this, fuck this fear. I'm going to go for it. I'm going after it. I'm making it happen. It's already done. All right, there you guys have it. Five ways to make 2024 your best year yet. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If it lit a fire underneath you, if you found it helpful, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at underscore Samantha Daily and at Makeshift Happen Podcast. If you don't already follow us on Instagram, follow Makeshift Happen Podcast. We are posting so much video content for you guys. And hint, 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 we might have some full video YouTube episodes coming in the new year. We are still working out the logistics. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to make it work, but I'm really, really excited for what's to come for the show in the new year. I want to thank you guys also for being here and continuing to listen and show up. I appreciate you so much. If you don't already follow the show, please click that subscribe button or the follow button wherever you listen, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or somewhere else. That is the best way to support the show. We have some amazing content coming for you in the new year, some incredible guests, and some some new formats as I have alluded to. So thank you guys so much for being here. I love you. Let's make this the best fucking year yet. And I really, really hope to see you inside the reset challenge. Click the link in the show notes. If you want to join us, it's 10 days to focus on movement, meditation, and manifestation with yours truly. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.